Good. Happy Friday, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and see if I can put some uh, instrumental music over this, but uh, this is going to be a Privileged Rappers parody. I'm not going to do the whole song, just an opening. Mm. Whoa, whoa. Look at me dead in my eyes and tell me SPF ain't lie. Too much regret. Holders got season. We all going to cry. He ain't legit. Tom and Gazelle got pulled for the one time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shoot. So that's what our episode is going to be today. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to make light heart of the situation because it's it's pretty crazy out there right now. Um, but we're going to talk about just uh, kind of what happened and, and maybe just kind of get on a granular, granular level um, and just kind of go through where this is going to go, how this is going to create a lot of distrust. Um, but yeah, buckle up. Let's get after it. And happy Friday, everyone. Whew. It's been a week, huh? Um, so FTX is no longer going to be a viable option for trading to be honest with you i was an F ftx person anyway um i didn't trust them i never did i thought sbf was kind of a shady character uh to be quite frank um and i kind of learned from the doquan incident with uh uh terra luna <clears throat> i kind of learned from that uh to to be weary of things and that's why I keep all my crypto and ledger <clears throat> that I want to hold uh, because like it's just uh, it, it's safer uh, to have the funds readily available um, although my Solana on my ledger got cut off which was very interesting um, and it, it it's just it's it's been a whirlwind of emotions, I think, for a lot of traders and investors, because this FTX, <clears throat> um, this FTX case was uh, kind of like a snowball effect. You know, it just kind of like happened overnight with the Binance thing, and like Binance, you know, put out the rumors of uh, just these non-legit financials and and the, all those things, and uh people were like you know very concerned but they didn't really know what to do and then uh then they gave all their money to uh alameda i think that's how you pronounce it and they lost all that so then basically they didn't have any liquid funds to keep their business going so for new investors it's kind of hard to I don't want to get too thick in the weeds for you guys. I kind of want to explain it to a certain aspect where you all can understand it. <clears throat> so like I'm looking at I don't like the New York Post, but I'm looking at the New York Post. Um, so like if for those of you that know what FTX is or for those of you that don't know what FTX is. Um, it's a cryptocurrency centralized exchange where you could um, buy, sell, swap, um, 
basically just trading crypto. Uh, it was it was a centralized cryptocurrency exchange, so you could buy and sell Ethereum, um, Bitcoin, uh, Tether, and you could you could buy and sell so many products. Uh, but they had this token called FTT, um, and FTT is I'm not sure what it's what does it stand for. I'm not sure if it has like a name. Oh, it's just FTX token. So it's FTT. So FTT was obviously the token that they used to run their exchange. Because like if, if there's one thing that I've studied through um, like courses and things on cryptocurrency, you have to think of the crypto coin as your funding mechanism. So like you so like when you have an initial <clears throat> decentralized offering or an initial coin offering, an ICO or an IDO, you have to create your own token. And that's the way. So then like your token matches or gets pegged to um, like an, an, a form of currency that uh, is, is transactable. So like the US dollar, um, Tether is another one. Um and yeah, so like when it gets pegged to that, that's how people can can put a price point on it. So you usually when you create these tokens, you create um, hundreds of millions or billions of these tokens, even trillions of these tokens. Um, and then obviously pegging it to like Tether, the US dollar gives it its value. So then your company takes like half of it and then the other half of the tokens go out to your uh, investors, and that's how your investors um, can use that money to buy, sell, swap, you know, all these different things. Um, but FTX came about in popularity just earlier this year in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady and Gazelle, uh, boot, I think it's Boonchin, uh, that's her new divorce last name. Um, they had that, you know, $20 million ad campaign for FTX, you know, and they received a, an equity in the company. Um, and then like Steph Curry was a global ambassador for them. Um, Naomi, Naomi Osaka um, got equity stake. Um, Shohei Otani. Aaron Jones, uh, both became global ambassadors and got stake. Um, and the person that um, made this this company was Seth Seth Bankman Fried. Seth Bankman Fried, SBF. So that's when I'm going to refer to SBF. It's Sam. Oh, not Seth. Sam Bankman Fried. So that's who I'm going to refer to as SBF. So today he stepped down as FTX filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy um, because he had a $8 billion liquidity crisis because like his investors couldn't get the funds back. And it was billions of dollars that were lost because he took that FTT token and then he, inv he gave it to um, like another exchange, which is called I think it's called El Alameda. 
Elevator Research Portfolio. So, and then that money got, that money tanked, that money got lost. So, um, let's see. So who is SBF? So in this article, he talks about school being useless and and stuff like that, which I agree. But like he ended up creating his own career by taking advantage of a price discrepancy that allowed him to buy Bitcoin um, in Japan for very cheap and sell it high in other countries within 18 months. So he turned $10,000 into a billion dollars, which that's crazy. He took advantage of the system. And then in 2019, he launched FTX Crypto Exchange, which promised a better, safer way for customers to purchase the emerging currency. Customers who bought a token from FTX, referred to as FTT, were allowed to sell crypto at a discount on the FTX. Oh, he's in a picture with Bill Clinton. Says a lot about him. Um, Over the next few years, the boom of the FTX crypto exchange made uh, SBF even wealthier. So the A-list celebrity celebrities, they obviously knew that FTX was very profitable and they had so much marketing money that they were putting themselves everywhere. Um, And then. And then a Hollywood power player steered celebrity towards FTX, believing that the cryptocurrency exchange was printing money. And then the Miami Heat signed that um, $135 million uh, deal to rename their arena FTX Arena. So, and then like SBF donated huge amounts of money to politics. Uh, He donated $5 million to Joe Biden. Um, And then he also donated looks like a hundred thousand dollars to conservative candidates and it looks like he donated 35 million to liberals interesting it's interesting that he donated to both sides obviously it's significantly less but i think it's just interesting that he played both sides of the card So that's why the the politicians love Bankman-Fried is because in 2021, he was a big donor for Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey. Yeah, they this guy was in too deep. So, sorry, I'm trying to find like a best way to explain this. So, here's actually where things go awry. So, four, so I think it was like four or five days ago, maybe, or was it four days ago? It was like three or four days ago. So, so there was like a competitor, like rumor where, um, 
so the balance sheet of Alameda showed that the company had $14.6 billion in assets and $5.82 billion of those assets were FTT. No one knows who leaked this document, but that was um, that was actually about a week ago, I think it says. It says November 2nd. So while there is nothing per se wrong or untoward about that, it shows Bankman Freed's <clears throat> trading giant Alameda rests on the foundation largely made up of a coin that is sister company invented, not an independent asset like a fiat currency or another crypto. So four days later, the news spurred one of uh, SBF's competitors in action. So here comes um, Chang Peng Zhao, crypto billionaire known as C. So people know, call him CZ, like on Twitter, his name is CZ, and he's the owner of Binance. And, and Binance is uh, a very, very solid um, crypto exchange in terms of uh, trading, investing, swapping. I used to try, I did like their ambassador program. Um, like I, I definitely see um, a lot of great utility from it. It's very easy to use. Um, I, I, I really like using it from a centralized standpoint, just, just to get my crypto and then put it in my ledger. So Bankman Freed, so SBF announced two employees that around $6 billion in cryptocurrency had been withdrawn. And, F and because FTX was heavily leveraged on their investments, it could not make good on those withdrawals. So it's a disaster. So on Thursday, yesterday, SBF tweeted that his mistake was poor internal labeling of bank-related accounts, leading to a big gap between leverage and liquidity. So... So, so basically, FTX, when they collapsed, a lot of investors got royally screwed. Like Tom Brady. How much money did Tom Brady lose? I think Tom Brady lost like $600 million. I'm looking this up right here just to be sure. It's it's kind of wild that we've gotten to this point. Because, I mean, FTX was valued at $32 billion earlier this year. And then Binance was like, yeah, we'll come, we'll come buy you up. And then they looked at their financials and they're like, no, nah, we don't want you anymore. So Binance was playing chess. They were like, fuck this exchange. We're putting you under. And they put them six feet under pretty much. What did Tom Brady lose? $650 million. That's what Tom Brady lost. He's going to be playing football for the rest of his life. No, I'm just kidding. But um, he, wow. That's, that's really hard. That, that, that's hard to lose that much money. Um, I mean, $600 million, I could not fathom. Um, and, and it's all relative to your investing journey. Some people think losing 100 bucks is like sad or, or um, stressful. 
Imagine losing six hundred fifty million dollars. Like to me, I think losing like a thousand dollars is tough. Um, like it, it's just it's one of those things where it's all about perspective, and the perspective I'm seeing here is we're gonna see a winter <clears throat> like no other. Uh, we're gonna see. We're going to see a lot of coins go to shit, in my opinion. Um, it's just an opinion. It's not financial advice. But I do see um, a big winter coming. I know Solana's been having some struggles. <clears throat> and um, they've been they've been they've been worried from what it from what it looks like um, in terms of like liquidity and getting liquidated and, and those things. Um, so that being said, before I get back into it, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is just one of those great programs and applications where you can find a therapist and you can uh, not have to worry about trying to find time to leave your home. You can do it all virtual um, because life doesn't come with the user manual. Um, you know, when life's not working out for you and you feel very stagnant, it can be depressing. It can be really challenging. It can be hard to want to keep uh, living and going and staying motivated. Um, and a therapist is is supposed to help you figure out cause and effect or like, helping get those through those challenging times and find coping skills, whether it is like more meditation or journaling or finding a hobby or being able to connect with loved ones better. Um, it, think of life as a tour and like a therapist can be like your tour guide. So BetterHelp, you know, has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists it's 100% online, like I said. It's very secure. It's convenient. It's accessible. You can switch your therapist at any time. So if you're not feeling it after one session, it's totally okay. You can definitely switch. Or if you're not feeling it, 10 sessions is online. You can totally switch. And that is the beautiful part about BetterHelp. So that being said, give online therapy a try and go to betterhelp.com slash scoop. That is better, B-E-T, T E R H E L P dot com slash S C O O P. So that being said, let's get back to it. And <clears throat> so honestly, guys, it, it, it's really hard to say capitulation. I think capitulation is coming for sure. And I think <clears throat> a downward spiral spiral is going to occur as well. I think the stock market uh, is very uh, bull trap. And I think the crypto market, it took a huge dip, um, but I think it's going to dip even more. Um, but I'm sticking with my stable coins. I'm sticking with my layer ones and I'm sticking with my my juggernauts and blue chips because those are those are the ones it's it's all about now who's going to make it out of <clears throat> the the dark ages which the dark ages is the liquidation ages and it, and it's going to be i a lot of shit coins that you see are going to go to zero 
or they're 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 never going to take off. Um, people think shit coins are going to take off now. I mean, if you want a margin trade like that or or whatever, that's fine. But um, you got to use your money wisely. I'm stacking as much liquidity as I can and as much leverage as I can. And then, boom, I'm, I'm ready to ape in when, when the time comes. And you can DCA, but my thing is you're never going to time the bottom perfectly. You're either going to be too early or you're going to be, quote, unquote, too late. But honestly, even if you don't time the bottom perfectly, if you catch it, on the way up, even if it's just starting to go on the way up, I think that's a win, guys. Like, if you get in at $2 and the bottom was at $0.50, cents, I don't think that's a loss. Because if it still hits $5, $10, you know, that that's huge. Especially if you put in a lot of money, too. So, like, honestly, don't get so caught up in the DCA or timing the bottom perfectly or because then you're going to FOMO into it. And then when you FOMO into it, um, you're going to really kick yourself for that because it's just, it's, it's not, it's not a feasible thing. Um, but I recommend you do your research and you find the, you find the tokens that have good technology capabilities. Um, because like I'm big into technology, I do technology sales. I work for a, a multi-billion-dollar tech company, and there's one thing I've learned from my experience. It's that the companies that provide utility and value to something, that's what's going to stick around. And I think you even see that in the news with like Matic. I think Polygon Matic is incredible because they offer an NFT capability that is a lot cheaper and more feasible for the investor and the creator corporations are partnering with them it's a solid investment um ethereum they have so much Chainlink. i love Chainlink because Chainlink has the best creator capabilities and i say that because um if you look at all these dApps, so these decentralized applications, you'll see that um, Chainlink Labs is partnered with so many different ecosystems. Um, I remember I was looking at like even I think it was like HBAR um, and they had a partnership with Chainlink Labs. Like Chainlink is so ingrained in so many different um, ecosystems because they have very technical savvy, um, they have technological savvy components that make them an attractive piece. Uh, so that's that's where that's where I'm geared towards too. Is just those utility coins, layer ones, stable coins. Um, people are like, you getting into Doge? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's interesting because if Twitter, if Twitter wants to transact with Dogecoin, that's going to be insane, but I still haven't seen it yet. And honestly, I'd like to see Twitter even make it out of bankruptcy first. Um, 
that's a whole nother thing that I, I don't really want to get into, but like the whole Twitter thing is, is interesting, but Jack Dorsey's making a decentralized social media platform. It's going to operate on blockchain. So I think that, um, I think that's going to be great. And do I think Elon's trying to run Twitter into the ground? I don't know. Um, I can't answer that. I, I don't know what he's doing. I I know what he's capable of, but I don't know what he's doing because it's kind of a loose cannon at times. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where um, watch watch where you put your money. Put your money in practical things. Like that's that's all I'm gonna say is put your money in practical items or practical investments because if you if you don't, you're gonna go to zero. Um, It, it, it's 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 tough so don't panic there's no reason to panic um i'm actually going to try and get a guest on hopefully like next week with like a, a decentralized exchange and um seems like a good person so gonna have them on and, and talk about a few things uh also hopefully gonna get on an nft project creator I'm very stoked about NFTs. I think NFTs won't die necessarily. I think NFTs have so much value. And if you can buy NFTs with like fiat currency, I think that'll make it even uh, more um, attractive for any buyer. And I think any company or any, um, any sort of tokenized um, uh, item or some tokenized service. That's where NFTs will come in. And I think it's going to be great. And like I said, I've I've got my project coming up, Crypto Scoops in 2023. I'm really excited to unveil it. Uh it's starting small, but as I like as I as I transition out of my simulation life or my matrix life, I'm going to be heavily focused on this nft project and growing it into a five-year experience and it's gonna be a curtain call of its own um and i'm super excited for when like it all culminates and i can look back on it and be like man i remember when it started from nothing i was drawing on my ipad late at night uh creating layers and creating drawings and it's wild guys, you know, you gotta, you just gotta understand that, um, things take time, things take patience, you know, sometimes you gotta outsource. So you gotta spend money on yourself and your business. You gotta outsource some work. Um, which is, it's why we're here. And once you get out of the mindset of, uh, just trying to make a flip and actually trying to make real generational wealth, your uh, potential will be unlocked. So that being said, I'm Audi. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Deuces.